guys, my name is Grace, and this is my boyfriend, Josh, and you're listening to Haunting My Boyfriend. It is the day before Halloween, so it's spooky time. It is spooky time. We are knee deep in spooky, spooky time. time, prime spooky time. And then I feel like after Halloween, like literally November 1st, it just switches to Christmas. It does. Like, People are already posting in like the neighborhood Facebook. I know. They're like the day after Halloween, guys. Yeah, I feel like November 1st, everyone just like throws all the spooky stuff out and then it's like reef on the door, Christmas tree up. Like It is. We've had a reef on our door all year round. No? Uh-uh. Did we take that down? I took it down. Oh, yeah. Ooh. In like February. <laughs> we got a little truck. Yeah, we have a little, little, festive, a little festive autumn truck. thing on it. But... Yeah, I mean, no one cares about Thanksgiving, I swear. We just, like, the one day of Thanksgiving, we're like, yay, turkey. And then we go back I'm to turkey guy. I'm not either. We always I do. I mean, it's grown on me, for sure. Like, back in the day, wouldn't touch it. Now, it's all right. No. Our family always did prime rib or ham. We didn't do turkey. So, like... Let's probably answer that. You can answer it. Okay. Okay, we had to uh, pause it, and I don't remember what we were talking about, so I guess we're just going to jump on in. Jumping in. Oh, we were talking about how spooky season it is, right? How spooky it is this season? I think we already did that. We already did that. Okay, well, anyway, the point Passive. is, tomorrow is Halloween. Tomorrow is Halloween. We already did our fun stuff this past weekend. We went as uh, Danny Phantom mm -hmm. and Sam Manson, aka his girlfriend. So, that was our, our vibes. That was what we did. We had a good time. We did. Went out with friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're not really doing anything for actual Halloween because it's on a Tuesday. So whack. And we have, like, jobs. But, yeah, it was a good time. So now we are just going to provide some spooky content for you guys. So you guys know what the theme is. You saw the title. Josh does not. So like, I did not. So did guess what we were talking about today. You're not. You're never going to guess. Oompa Loompas. No. But those have been you a know was terrifying to me? The abominable snowman. When I was a kid. We talked about this in the last episode. I'm telling you, that's a terrifying... I think if I ever saw the abominable snowman in person, I'd shit myself. No, we're not doing a cryptid. We are doing something kind of wacky, though, that I think you have a big interest in. Oh, I forgot to say, before we jump into this... Skinwalkers. No, not a cryptid. Damn. So, in our last episode, I did not know how hard y'all ride for Bigfoot. Yeah, that was bad. You rode so hard. And some of you got a little upset that we didn't know everything there is to know about Bigfoot and we didn't dedicate our lives to researching Bigfoot. So, I do want to put a little disclaimer there. We are not, like, an educational podcast. Absolutely We are not Absolutely one to be cited in your Bigfoot findings when you're writing your little Every research time I report. I see, like, think of somebody, like, riding for Bigfoot. I shouldn't say riding for him, but, like, that, like, they like, love Bigfoot. down, yeah. I think of those, like, hillbilly dudes on that TV show. Joshua, finding stop. Bigfoot. You stop. know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, um, we don't, like, have an opinion on it. I think the whole no. point of it was to come into it without an opinion so that we were open-minded and we weren't biased. But some of you got a little upset that we didn't have a stronger opinion and we didn't know more about it. So all I have to say about that is that's not the kind of podcast. We're here for a silly, goofy time. I'm just a silly, goofy girl, and this is my silly, goofy boyfriend. Like, we're not trying to give you a university level research podcast so yeah if you're just here for the vibes vibe with us but if you're looking for something educational it's probably ain't it my guy no no all right what is it okay so we are going to be talking about glitches in the matrix so like the idea that like w 
the world is a simulation, kind of, along those mm-hmm. lines of, like, glitches in the world. I hear you. Yeah, so before we jump in, I want to know your opinions on it. I really just have encounters, or, like, not encounters, but instances where people, like, thought there was a glitch in the Matrix. My opinions on it? But what do you think? Are you talking about, like, the, it depends on what you mean, like, like, just like the in Mandela effect, or Mandela, however you say Mandela. it, Mandela, well, Mandela that- effect? That, but, like... like the bear bears shit? Yeah. That's real. That, but, like, also, like, where something happens, like... Do you remember the other day when... I debunked this, but do you remember when I thought that... Like, I, I looked at the clock, and it was, like, 3.50, and then 10 minutes later, it was 3.50, and it turns yes. out my car was glitching, but instances like that that are unexplained. Like, you actually couldn't explain it. Or, like, the things were, like... I don't know. I just forget a lot of shit, so I think that's that's a big part of it. Or, like... When people, have you ever seen when people see birds flying and like they're not moving? Like floating? Yeah. Like stuck? Yeah. Birds aren't real. I, to this day. The birds are part of the bourgeoisie. Is that how it is? Bourgeoisie. Yeah, bourgeoisie. Like that. Yeah. So, any instance like that. But it like makes that, so much sense for birds not to be real. I know it does, but I don't know. Like, any instance like that, what are your thoughts? Like, do you think that the world is like something that is part of a like simulation type situation where. Everything, yeah. Sometimes I feel like other people aren't real. Like you're like the straight only up real MP- person. Yes, like I'm the only real motherfucker. But I feel like everybody feels that. Yeah, but maybe that's, that's just what main they character want you energy. To think. So you think that like everybody's in this video game except for you? Yeah. I don't know how I I wouldn't go as far to say it's a video game, but I definitely can get behind that there are patterns to the world. Nobody said it was a video game. I mean, I guess you could think of like it a like simulation that, video game, something along those lines. I hear you. I'm not going to go as far as to talk about backrooms, because I don't know enough about them, but I know that you think Those they're Those are real. gnarly. Yeah, I know that you think they exist. I don't, I don't know. I don't think that the monsters and stuff exist in it. Yeah. But I do think there is some, like, nostalgic-ass rooms. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not like a like you're trapped in there, like it is in the videos and stuff. I mean, I guess you could get trapped in there, but I think it's, like, old things you've thought you've seen before. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Deja Vu. <laughs> Yeah, like deja vu, but it's like a like a room, like a physical place. So how do you go there? Uh, you just some places got it. Like, like see. you just walk into like a the warehouse. Florence Bowl is probably that's a back room to me. The Florence Bowl. Yeah. Why? It's just so nostalgic. Like I walk in there and I'm like, damn. Well, that's just memories. Exactly. I think it's like hardcore nostalgia. I think that's what it is. But not like a back, but like back rooms are like weird. Like, but it's a place you've never been, so it'd be like something like. Oh, so like, like not you, Bowl, you like, have memories of being there and you've never been. Right. Yeah. See, I don't know because that could be you being psychic and you tapping into your intuition, and then like. I don't think I'm psychic, so I think it's just. You know, you're Scorpio Moon, so you very well could be. I think I'm. Just feeling the nostalgia. I don't know. For me, like I don't like carpet. I don't believe in back rooms. I do believe in like psychic abilities i don't believe in back rooms but i do think that there could be some sort of pattern to the universe like energetic because i'm really big on energy so i believe right. there could be some sort of pattern where like the energy of a certain area makes something occur over and over again yeah so that's like but i do believe in like god which is where we kind of right you know so like i don't think that he's like playing a video game and we're all just in it no like, we all have no. free will, but I do, like, think that there could be some sort of pattern going on. Yeah, yeah. Caught in the loop. Yeah, so anyway, Her. enough talking about it. Let's talk about these unexplainable experiences that people have had. 
of course we went to Reddit because again, Reddit is the best resource educationally, cite it, reference it, they got all the goods. So this is from three years ago and the prompt is what's your creepiest glitch in the matrix or unexplainable thing that's ever happened to you? So this first person said, I remember being pretty young, like nine or 10 and I was the car, I was in the car park of a pub in England on the south end. I remember seeing someone in their teens in the window of a house looking over the car park. They waved at me and I felt like I knew them somehow. My parents asked who I was waving at and I said, just some lady in the window over there. Didn't think much of it. Fast forward 10 years, I was at my nan's new house. I remember walking into her room, which I was never allowed to do, going to the window. I then realized I was in the house looking over that same parking lot and remembering that interaction years before. Then a girl around 9 or 10 was in said car park waved at me and I waved back and I felt like I knew her. Could not explain it and have never told anyone about it. It freaked me out. Car park. Okay, parking lot. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Uh, yeah, 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 it's kind of weird. Someone said, I think you found a wormhole. You are. It's it's your uh, it's your canon event. It's for, um, yeah, every, every, every like, gives it a canon event. You know that. I don't think that's their canon event. I don't think it's that big, but... I, have you had a moment like that where you, like, experienced something and you felt like you were on the other side of it? Hmm. I haven't had one where I felt like I was... No, I don't think I'm old. Saw my... I know. I haven't... <laughs> you gotta be old for that. Like, older. I haven't had one where I felt like I, like, saw myself. But I have had, like, deja vu where I've been like, okay, I've been here before. Oh, yeah. I think everybody has that. Though. Yeah, but I haven't had it where I've, like, looked at a little girl and been like, whoa, is that me? No. <laughs> Never once. Yeah. Next one. When I was a teenager, my family lived in a big 115, I don't know why I said it like that, 115-year-old brick house in the 115. Oh gosh, I lost it. When I was a teenager, my family lived in a big 115-year-old brick house. Plenty of creepy stuff happened, but one night I was heading to bed when the door between the first floor kitchen and the basement stairs absolutely slammed shut. It had a unique sound that I recognized immediately as the kitchen basement door. There were no windows open that could have caused a draft. Our dog was asleep on the second floor. I was on the second floor. My parents were both asleep in the third floor attic, had been converted to a master bedroom. None of us could have shut the door. Effing terrified, I worked up the courage to go investigate, carrying my hilariously teeny pocket knife for protection. As I went downstairs, I turned on every light. When I reached the kitchen, the door was wide open. Even more freaked out, I ran back up to bed, leaving the lights on. A minute or two later, I heard a definite shh, okay, okay, from downstairs. I laid in bed and was ready to accept my demise. Eventually, I somehow fall asleep, and in the morning, I was there first downstairs. I woke up before my parents' dog and found the lights were all off, and the basement door had been shut again. Someone said it sounds like you almost got robbed. Yeah. And then he said every single window and door was locked when I went to investigate, and we're still locked in the morning. I don't know. Like, this could have been... I wouldn't call it a glitch of the Matrix. Yeah, this could have been a person. This could have been a ghost. Like, that doesn't sound very Matrixy to me. That just sounds like either paranormal or person. Mm -hmm. Like, my brother would have done this, and I would have been like, Chase, did you slam the door? And he would have been like, no. No. No, it wasn't me. You got the wrong guy. Yeah. Okay, next one. Weird but happy. About five years ago in November, we lost our family dog to cancer. She was the dog my child grew up with, my children grew up with, loved by all. At the next Christmas, at the end of the day of gifts, food, and family, as I was picking up, I found a teeny pewter dog figurine sitting on the mantle. I asked everyone who had been at the house that day if they left it. No one had. Okay, weird, but took it as a good omen. 
When my eldest went back to college at the end of that Christmas break, he asked if he could take the little figurine to remember his dog. Of course, I said yes. A week or two later, picking up around the house, there was the figurine again. I called my son and said, you forgot the dog figurine. He said, no, I didn't. It's right in front of me on my desk. I have now found a second figurine. Again, no one claimed any knowledge of it. No idea how, but I still have the two of them tucked away on a shelf to this day. That's very weird. That is pretty crazy. Like, I can't explain that at all. Because I've never heard of that being paranormal. That could be like a glitch in the Matrix. Just two. I don't think. Glitch. I don't think. Glitch. I don't think anyone would have left it. Like, someone would have come to their house and dropped them off. Genuinely, the only thing I can think of is someone would have dropped them off at their house and just left them around for them to find. But I, I don't know why they wouldn't have said something to them. Right. And she said that when people were there at Christmas, no one said it. It was them. So I don't know. Could be weird. That one's a little bit confusing if you guys have theories for any of these please feel free to either comment if you're able to or dm us on instagram because i would love to know your thoughts on these about a year ago me and my cousin visited los angeles we were driving around using google maps and after missing our third or fourth exit we swear we both heard it sigh loudly before it rerouted us we freaked out and made sure our driving was on point the rest of the ride the rest of the trip there, if we miss any of our exits or turns, we always apologize to Google, so hopefully she would know we were just morons and not assholes. What? I don't know if that's a glitch in the maybe. Google size. <laughs> that's funny, but I don't that know. Funny. I know someone... I think they would just put that in there. I think that might just be like a like a Easter egg. Well, when I was younger, this my sister's friends, like friend, like her I don't even know how to explain it. Like her Baby slitter slash I don't know what to call her. Mm -hmm. Um, she had a GPS that would like swear at you and stuff. Like if you had a wrong turn, That's it funny. would be like F you, turn around, you dumb yeah. bitch. Like yeah. Imagine, really imagine. Yeah, it was really funny. But maybe I'll get you that for Christmas. No. 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 You have no idea where you are ever. Yeah, but I have Apple Maps. Makes it easier. The only reason why I ever missed is when we didn't have Apple CarPlay and I would have you tell me where to go. Oh, yeah? And then I would miss the turn because you would wait until I'm this far away from it. And that's on ADHD. No. I would, could not focus long enough. No. Lulu, come here. Okay. Next no. one. Removed a painting from the wall during a late evening cleaning, put it away, and returned to the wall to see a never-before-seen painting on the same spot. Put a chill down my spine. That's creepy. That is weird. That's a glitch. That is like a full-blown glitch. Or somebody put it on the I've done that though. Like I've moved something, and I'll be like, I swear I moved this, and I'll look yeah. around for it, and it's in the same spot. I have too. Before I moved it. That would be insane. I don't even know what to say about that. Okay. That would be pretty gnarly. I used to have a reoccurring dream as a teenager every night for months. I was sitting at a table on the patio of a restaurant. I was out there alone, waiting for my food. A homeless man comes up to the other side of the patio and asks for change. I'm digging <laughs> my wallet for a couple dollars, and then I hear tires screech and look up to see a crash in an intersection near the restaurant. I run out there to see if I can help, and as I run out into the road, I get hit by a car and wake up at the impact. Oh, it's a dream. I forgot the part where it was oh, a dream. Oh, I was like, the fuck? I got spooked for a second. Okay. After a while, the dream stopped, and I put it on my mind. Fast forward to me being 28 and sitting at an on-the-border, on-the-patio, waiting for my food. A homeless guy comes walking past the restaurant, but doesn't stop and ask for change. It makes me think about that dream, though, and I start to feel uneasy. Shortly after, I hear the tire screech, and I see a wreck happening in the intersection near the restaurant. I begin to run out there but stop at the sidewalk and look out towards incoming traffic and there's an SUV not slowing down. She was on her phone and blew through the intersection completely unaware of what had just happened. Ran out and checked on the people. Everything was fine. Why would you even run after that? I'd be like, nah, you know. 
maybe it's not the time. Someone said, homeless guy is an angel in disguise asking for change. Get it? You changed it. You see it? Yeah. Very logical. That's crazy. That's that's like the deja vu I'm talking about. I'll have situations, not situations where I'm like getting hurt. No, but I'll like think of something and then six years later it'll happen. Yeah. Like, did I tell you what happened with Harley? Mm -hmm. So we had to put my childhood dog down a couple weeks ago, and I remember being like ten, and having this dream. Now I wasn't like ten; I was probably like fourteen because I knew what was up, and I had this dream that I was standing in the laundry room. And it was a laundry room I'd never been in before. And I was freaked out because I had I knew I had to put Harley down. Mm-hmm. And I never said anything or talked to anyone about it. But I just, like, knew that Harley was, like, had to go. Mm. And so I told mom about it, like, in real life after the dream. The next Her. morning, I told mom about it. I told Nana about it. I told my sister about it. And everyone was like, Grace, Harley still has so much time left. What are you freaking out about? Like, you don't need... Like, I cried. I was so upset. And then the day before we had to put him down, I was sitting in the laundry room doing laundry, and I had, like, a realization that that was the laundry room I was sitting in in the dream. Oh, yeah. And I freaked out. Did I I not tell you about that? Mm -mm. Oh, my gosh. I freaked out. I I told mom. I was like, Mom, like, obviously I'd never been in a laundry room before. We didn't move here until last year-ish. Yeah. So, yeah. That was my glitch in the Matrix deja vu moment. But that's happened a couple times to me, so that's why I'm like, mm, spooky. I'm just special. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. Something like that. <laughs> okay, this happened around 1991. It's the middle of the night. I'm standing in my sister's living room, and it must be a full moon, because even though it's around 1 a.m. and the lights are off, I can see clearly. There's a mixing bowl with popcorn kernels in the bottom on the floor in front of the TV, and some rental VHS in a pile nearby. I hear a noise and turn around to see my sister's normally very friendly Labrador retriever looking like Cujo. Fangs barred, snarling, hackles raised. Suddenly there's a bright flash of light and I wake up like I hit the bed from a great height. I think that was a weird dream. I bet, why did I say it like that? Eventually I fall back to sleep and in the morning I call my sister planning to tell her the story but she preempts me by telling me about the weird thing that happened in the night. They woke up to the sound of the dog snarling at about 1am. Her husband thought there was a prowler in the house, got a gun, and went to find the dog. She was staying in the living room, snarling at the middle of the room. He couldn't see anyone, so he flipped on the light. No one was there. The dog instantly stopped snarling and walked to her bed like nothing had happened. He checked the property and went back to bed. We wa- we talked a bit, and I found out they watched some rental movies, and of course we have popcorn. Why? My sister's a little woo-woo at times, so I decided not to tell her about my night. She lived about a 450 miles away, by the way. Oh, that's true. What? Okay, so that makes sense. She astro-projected. Do you know what that is? No. So astro-projection is when you leave your body, mm-hmm. but you're alive. And so, like, your soul leaves your body. So what happened was she left, went to her sister's living room. Her soul did. Her dog, the dog saw her and started snarling and barking. And then when he turned the light on, she mm-hmm. went back to her body. Gnarly. That's spooky. I'm scared I'm going to astral project on accident because when you leave your body, something negative can come into your body and take it over. I think that's happened to you plenty of times. Oh, yeah? I mean, several. Yeah, so that's what I'm scared of because I'm afraid I'm just going to astral project one day on accident. 
You just float away? Yeah, because I lucid dream a lot, and, like, that's, like, step one of astral projecting, is, like, when you know you're dreaming. So I get very spooked out about that, but dang, that's crazy. Next, I wouldn't say that this is creepy, but it's definitely one of the most quaintly surreal things I've ever experienced. So back in 2016, I was injured at work, and for about six months, my life consisted of going to physical therapy. Oh my gosh! When I read too much, I yawn, and I don't know how to fix it. I was injured at work, and for about six months, my life consisted of going to physical therapy and being confined to bed until I could walk again. With that in mind, I had a lot of time to read books. One of the books that I was reading was X Heroes by Peter Kleins. Now, I don't know about anyone else, but when I read a book, I like to cast the characters in my head, coming up with how they look. One of the minor characters in this book was named... It's either Isla or Lila. I can't tell. I don't know. It's one of those two. And because I know someone named Lila, Isla, what is that? I've never seen that name. Where? It's either I-L-Y-A, L-I-Y-A, or L-L-I-A. Oh, just for, for purposes, it's Lia. Let's sure. go with Lia. I'm so sorry if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. Who's that? Okay, the lie in the book became the lie that I knew in my imagination. But then something strange started to happen. The lie in the book made specific references to movies like Aliens, a movie which the lie I know is a huge fan of. The lie in the book was Aaliyah. like... Is it Aaliyah? I, I don't know. That just seems logical. The... What did you say? Aaliyah? 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 The Aaliyah in the book was a big fan of firearms, as the Aaliyah that I know is. Put into words, these details seem slim, but there was something so strange about the character in this book that I eventually reached out to Aaliyah that I needed to ask about it. Turns out that Aaliyah knows the author, Peter Kleins, who had put him in the book. Oh, it's a dude! It's a dude. So is it Aaliyah? That makes it even, because it... No, Aaliyah, I, I feel like, is a girl name. I'm so stumped on this. Sorry, guys. Okay. What are the odds that I would choose to buy a random book with a story that takes place essentially on my street in Los Angeles and features someone I know in real life as a minor character? That blew my mind, and it's easily one of the most surreal experiences I've had. I can chalk that up to a coincidence. Yeah, you're in Los Angeles. Yeah. What like, are the odds? That was more of a coincidence than a glitch. Mm. I've told this story before. Three years ago, my childhood dog died very suddenly and unexpectedly. She was sick for a few days, but turned it around and got better before dying very quickly and painfully in my dad's arms. I'm so sorry it was painfully. Uh-huh. That was... I'm so sorry. Okay. I live out of state, so I wasn't able to be there for any of it. It's a six-hour drive, and I felt very, very guilty about her passing without me there. I had a very deep connection to her, and she had been my best friend for 12 years. I was devastated by her death. I couldn't work or eat or do much of anything. I was constantly bursting into tears. It was just awful. My heart just ached, and I found myself apologizing to her for not being there. I just felt so guilty. One night, I had a dream about her. I dreamt I was in this empty space, and Charlie came running up to me, whimpering excitedly. She was licking my face and generally just freaking out, and I was sobbing. I knew she was dead, and I knew she was visiting me in my dream. I was very aware of it all. I kept hugging her and crying and apologizing, and she just kept licking my face and being affectionate. I woke up with tears streaming down my face and sat up in bed. I could still smell her distinctive smell, on, and on my sleeve, I pulled off one of her hairs. She had never been in my apartment, and I hadn't seen her recently. It wasn't a cat hair either, as Charlie was a collie mix, and their fur pattern is very distinctive. It may all be a coincidence, but it was so vivid and real. I think she was visiting me to let me know that it's okay not to worry. I haven't had a dream like that since. That's less of a glitch of a matrix and more paranormal. Like, sad. I have heard of animals coming to visit their 
parents and their dreams like so many times after they pass. Mm-hmm. So I think that that was more paranormal than I'm glitchy. Sorry. I'm sorry. Not my story, but my grandpa's. So he served in the Navy and hadn't come home for five years. He finally got to go home, and on his way, he saw his old friend, let's call him Wally. Wally was getting on his normal bus. My grandpa shouted hi to him, but Wally didn't respond. He, but he didn't think much of it, seeing how Wally didn't have the best hearing. Wally got on his bus and looked at my grandpa in the eye as the bus drove away. Later, after he got home and was walking to his dad, he asked him how Wally was doing and told his dad about how he saw him earlier. His dad was fi- silent for a minute and asked him if he was sure he saw Wally. My grandpa said yes, and his dad replied, Wally died six months ago. See, that's not what it's for me, too, so... You think that's paranormal? I mean, yeah, I would assume. Wally! True. This one is deleted. Dang it. What? These, some of those are deleted, and then the comments under them are like, This is so good! Like, we'll never know. We'll never know. One day when I was about eight, I didn't go to school because I was sick. My friend was supposed to bring me homework, but he never came. My granddad came home from work and he told me that that friend was dead. I was devastated. That took a turn. That night I had a dream. I was with my friend at a playground next to our school and we were talking. Then he told me that he is safe and it didn't hurt when that car hit him. The next day my mother wanted to talk to me about the situation. She asked me if I wanted to know what happened. I told her that I know everything because my friend told me. She thought that my grandpa told me, but he did not. He said that he did not want to tell me without her knowing it. That night I had a dream again and I was talking to him again. We were playing and having fun and he told me that he really had to go and we won't see each other ever again. The next day was his funeral and I haven't had a dream about him since. That one's not a glitch either. Hmm. Very paranormal. Why are these all paranormal? Guys. Not that that's not sad. Like I'm very sorry about your friend. Right. Might get buried, but oh well. When I played baseball as a kid, they were handing out the trophies at the end of the season. They called out the names of the kids while receiving our trophies. There happened to be a kid with the same name as me. We met after the ceremony because it was weird since our last name isn't a very common one. We had the same birthday and everything. We looked alike. Both our dads were named Derek, and both of our sisters were named Lily. As a kid, I found it cool. As an adult, I find it cool and also disturbing. That's, see, that's glitchy. Yeah, that's pretty weird. Like, I don't think that's coincidental. Coincidental, I think that's, like, glitchy. Government breeding. How do you feel about kids, changing the subject, but how do you feel about kids remembering their past lives? Remembering it? Like, did you ever hear about that kid who had, like, a birthmark on his head, and he said that he, or I can't remember if he had a birthmark or someone else. I may be getting stories combined. We'll probably do a whole episode on this. Oh, yeah. But... This kid had something, like, he told his mom that he was hit in the head mm-hmm. and killed, and he needed to go find his body. And he went to another country. They went to a whole other Why continent. This? And then he showed them where he was buried. Mm-hmm. And it was someone who was murdered and had been, the hit, been hit in the head with, like, a hatchet. And he mm-hmm. solved his murder, essentially. Well, he didn't solve it. He was just like, this is the person who killed me. But, like, it was, like, a six-year-old kid, so they can't, like, be, like, off acts. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but if he pointed out just in a random spot, I was like, there I am. And then there was a body that had been, like, hit in the head, and that's how they, like, they, un, they like, dug. That's weird. Very strange. Right? And there's multiple kids that have stories like that. Yeah. And that's what's, that's what got me thinking about reincarnation. Like, I was totally good to go, like, didn't believe in it until I heard stories like that. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, like, very confused. It's a big one. It's not too long. Okay, anyway, back to glitchy stuff. That's kind of glitchy, kind of spooky. I don't know. 
This summer, I bought my girlfriend a last-minute birthday trip to go kayaking around the San Juan Islands off the Washington State coast. After a long drive and ferry trip, we found the tour group of about 20 people and were then shuffled into a shuttle van for a ride to the beach. Now my girlfriend has a unique name similar to the name of a famous painter. Let's say it's Rebecca Warhol just for fun, even though it's not. She's a little ray of sunshine and started chatting with the middle-aged woman sitting next to her on the shuttle as we waited to leave. The woman noted that she had always loved the name Rebecca as it was her mother's name. They made a pleasant small talk in the van until the tour guide passed around the sign and sheet for all of us to fill it out. That's when things got strange. My girlfriend wrote her full name on the sheet and passed it on to the woman who immediately shouted, oh my god, and started crying. After a few minutes of later, I can't talk. After a few minutes of total confusion, she told us Rebecca Warhol was my mother's full name and these islands were her favorite place in the world. She passed away this summer from cancer and we've traveled hundreds of miles to spread her ashes here. We were stunned. I literally picked a random date, time, and tour company, and then we were split into the same group as this woman, and my girlfriend was sitting next to her on the shuttle. What the hell? She continued by saying, my daughter told us that Nana Rebecca would be with us on this trip, and I didn't believe it until now. It was the most unbelievable coincidence we had ever experienced, and was totally convinced me that there's more to this world than we think. As my brother said, later said, the universe winked at us that day. I think that's more of a guardian angel bringing them together. I guess. Like a sign that she's okay. Yeah. Because I do believe that when people pass, if they need it and they're having a hard time, like, guardian angels will put signs or spirit guides will put, like, signs in their life. Mm -hmm. So rather than that being a coincidence and glitch in the Matrix, that could totally be, like, a sign. Several years ago, I went home, turned on my PC, browsed the web for a bit, literally watched a video about the Matrix, the Mm -hmm. movie, then looked out of my window. Then suddenly I snapped awake sitting in my chair. I looked out my monitor to see they had turned off. I thought, strange, I must have fallen asleep and proceeded to move the mouse to wake my PC from sleep mode. It did not wake up. I was confused until I noticed that the power strip was not even plugged in. It had never been turned on in the first place. That weirded me out for quite a while. I must have gone home, fell asleep, and dreamt the whole thing. That's just you dreaming of the Matrix, homie. That's, that's, that's... Yeah, that was literally just him dreaming mm-hmm. of watching the Matrix. Like, oof. Broski. Must have been fiending for that. It must have been back in the day. Mm-hmm. My wife and I were at the local mall shopping. We were walking around in Spencer's, and there was a display with a bunch of sexy, slutty boxed outfits. Once we saw them, we both blurted out, this looks like something Samantha, an, an acquaintance we both knew from mutual friends would wear. At the exact same time, we started laughing about it, and as we walked around the corner, the Samantha we were talking about was looking at the exact same rack, but from the other side. We were both like, what in the F? We hadn't seen her in probably a year or so before then. That left everyone scratching their heads for a bit. That's just a coincidence. I wanted good, glitchy, (laughs) yeah. I mean, I think we've all been talking shit and then put our foot in our mouth before. Mm. You don't, because you don't have any regrets, but most of us have. I want these to be so glitchy, and I didn't read them beforehand because I didn't want to be surprised. And they're not the most glitchy things ever. Okay. Another one. Maybe this one will be glitchier. I shared this a few years ago when this question was asked last time and didn't realize how glitchy in the Matrix it was until people started commenting on it. In college, I started a... Whoa, I totally read that wrong. In college, I took a hard news, soft news journalism class where one of the assignments was to write an obituary for one of my grandparents. The professor told us to write it on a deceased grandparent. Yeah, that's horrible. But okay. I mean, you have to learn how to write your obituary somewhere, I guess. Mm-hmm. But maybe you should just do an imaginary one and not. I guess, yeah. Someone you know. Anyway, the professor told us to write it on a deceased grandparent, but if all of your grandparents were still alive, we had to choose one. 
That is such bad vibes. You gotta choose one of them. That's so bad. Who did the worst at Christmas last year? Literally, I believe in bad vibes 100% and like manifesting bad things happening. That's fucking funny though. And that's like, so bad. They're all still here? He's like, who do you like if the you least? He had to pick. <laughs> In my case, all of my grandparents were still alive. I procrastinated actually doing the assignment until the night before it was due because it seemed like a morbid assignment. Especially once all of my grandparents were still alive. Yeah, he's just re reiterating that they yeah. are, once again, still, alive. still kicking it. <laughs> Scramming for an easy grandparent to write about. I gave my mom a call and asked her for some basic biographical information about my maternal grandfather. I love how he was like, all right, who's the who's the easiest? Who lived the best life? So I had a lot about to write about. Mm -mm. As we were talking about my grandma's career, my grandpa kind of my mom. Why can't I talk? Okay. As we were talking about my grandpa's career, my mom couldn't recall the name of one of my companies that he worked at. English is so hard. She lectured me about waiting until the last minute to write the assignment because it was late, ten thirty p.m. my grandpa's time. Mm. However, she said she would give him a call to see if he was still awake and be able to answer that question once my assignment was due the following morning. When my mom called my grandpa, my grandma answered the phone in panic. My grandma frantically explained that the paramedics had just arrived and were performing CPR on my grandpa because he had stopped breathing and lost consciousness. Mom, mom was able to stay on the phone with my grandma until they took my grandpa to the hospital where he was declared dead. In the time my mom and I had been talking on the phone about my grandpa's obituary, he was dying. His death was entirely unexpected at that, although he was in his 80s, he was the healthiest of my grandparents at the time. We ended up using the obituary I wrote for that writing assignment as his actual obituary. Must have been Still good. freaks me out when I think about it. timing. Must have been good. See, I'm gonna we're gonna end on that because that's pretty good. But yeah. it's glitchy, but also manifesting bad vibes. He that's did. exactly what he I'm talking did about. Right there. He said, or they said, I don't know so their gender. The he they, picked one, bro. Maybe yeah. the, the teacher was like a death note, dude. He he's like, just doing rituals. Yeah, like he's murking grandpas. That's all he's done. That's absolutely like glitchy, but also like goes along lines of manifesting. Mm -hmm. A good one to end on, though. Very so good. sorry about your loss, but I would a hundred percent blame man. your professor. Yeah. Like honestly, in this day and age, I'm surprised they didn't sue the school. Yeah, it's kind of whack. Like in today's day and age, it's I so funny that a hundred percent funny, but it's 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 it's, it's morbid. It's either. it's like dark humor. Like yeah, that is super dark humor. You chose. Yeah, well, okay, well, sorry these weren't as glitchy as I thought they would be. They were still pretty spooky and, like, they were there. hard to, like, explain. Mm -hmm. Or if it was, like, able to explain, it was something spooky, like, astral protection. So, those are all very good topics I'm sure we're going to talk about at some point. Like, past lives, deja vu. I'm sure, I'm sure. You know, all the things. But, either way, I hope you guys have a great Halloween. If you celebrate, stay safe, stay spooky. All the good things. We'll see you guys next Monday. And I think that's it. Don't forget to follow on whatever platform you're currently <laughs> listening or watching on. Don't forget to follow on Instagram and TikTok. Nope, we don't have a TikTok. We don't Instagram have a and YouTube. <laughs> I have everything linked in the description. I also have all kinds of fun things down there. So definitely check that out. Fun things to read. Some light reading. But I think that's pretty much it. I'll talk to you guys later. That is it. Okay, bye.